0: Twitter's where people go to share ideas and information instantly. It's where where things are happening in the world right now.
1: Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop The craziness. How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey, everyone, it's Chris Ward from Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am thrilled today. I'm very excited. I'm going to be chatty, Kathy, today. We have Dan Knowlton in the house, and he is a UK-based digital and social media marketing expert who has grown Knowlton, formerly KPS Digital Marketing, into a multi-award winning business that has worked with the likes of FIFA, Nestle, Citibank, Eurotunnel, and Boston Consulting Group. In addition to running Knowlton, Dan is now known for giving his best insights over around the world on stages and I can totally attest to that. I saw him and he was awesome. Now, Dan, welcome to the show
0: thank you thanks for having me what an intro
1: <laughs> well you know what i'm just so excited uh i feel like a little child when dan hopped on the call to get going with us i was like oh i have to tell you all the amazing things i thought when i saw you on stage you were awesome <laughs> oh, now when i saw you. you on stage dan you were particularly charming and smart and but you were focusing on twitter and i thought hmm. That's one of the platforms that I think is really misunderstood, and I know I think I use it wrong. So I thought you could sort of enlighten us and get mm. us sort of, you know, using that more to our advantage. So what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I think um, the big question that everyone has is why are you using the platform, and it's so yeah. it's so important to understand that because you know you don't just want to jump on Twitter and think, oh, I'm going to tweet and hopefully it will help me achieve X. You really need to understand. You know, what can Twitter do for you and why would you consider using it? And then start to come up with a plan for how you can actually use it because it can help you achieve loads of different things depending on how you use it.
1: Yeah. So for me, my basic understanding of it is two things. One, I find it really a resource for, hey, has my show been canceled or what's happening on this one? Like, you know, access to things that are really in my personal world, kind of fluffy. And the Mm -hmm. other thing I saw it in the past, I would see it as things like if I had a food truck and my location was going to be changing every day. And I really, other than just throwing blitz of information out there for no purpose other than that I'm just copying and pasting from another platform. That's what I was using Twitter for and I'm sure most. I'm not the only one doing a poor job of it. So why don't you tell us, you know, sort of how did you stumble into using it effectively or, or really where do we start?
0: Yeah, so I guess, I can't remember the year I joined Twitter, Twitter was the first platform that I signed up for and actually started using for our agency. Um, We've since sort of evolved and we use a whole range of platforms now. Right. But Twitter, the thing I love about Twitter is Twitter's where people go to share ideas and information instantly. It's where, it's where things are happening in the world right now. Um, right. You know, there, there's famous presidents that are using it. Yeah, that are. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into that, but you know.
1: We're both safe because you're from England and I'm from Canada. So that, yeah, was, we're very, fine. that was very non-judgmentally said. There's an example write that down. So you were very kind there. So, okay, there are some presidents currently in the world in other countries that are using it, okay. To,
0: to, to, to basically say what's on their mind.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, it's, it's a place where people go to consume breaking industry news, to um, To speak to difficult-to-reach people. So if you think yes. about, compare it to other social platforms, it's very um, open. So if you, know, if you reach out to someone on Twitter, it's open for the world to see. And if they don't respond to you, you know, they kind of feel a pressure to respond to you. So it, it's a place where you can go to, to, to speak to difficult-to-reach people. Customer service. If you yeah. think when well, you've got a problem with a company now, you don't call up their customer service line, you tweet them. Right. Um, so there's all these different ways that Twitter's used. And I guess from a marketing perspective, we need to be thinking, you know, how can we use Twitter in a way that's mapped to why our potential customers are using it? Right. Right. You know, they're not going to Twitter to, to, to see an ad from you trying to sell your product or service in their face. They're potentially going there because they've got a customer service issue with, right. with you they're potentially going there because they're at your event and they want to c- engage with other people from that event around a hashtag so yeah it's so important to actually get an understanding of why are you using these platforms and how you're going to use them based on how your customers use them first of all
1: yeah and i think that's such a, a valuable reminder we you know it and you hear it and then you know it and you have to hear it again because you get into this like okay Whatever the flavor of the month this week is, pro- platform A, and then you think, Okay, I'll focus on A because that's mm. the new thing, which is you know reactive and silly. And then, and I'm speaking for myself, not judging anyone else myself. Mm. And then you go, Okay, well, I guess what I'll do is I'll just copy and paste what I put on A to B and C because I have it anyhow. And I guess it's like showing up to different aspects of your life, like maybe this is the outfit I wore to the gym, but I shouldn't go to church in it, kind of thing, mm. right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and like I kind of said in the talk, Twitter isn't the answer to all of your problems. You know, we're speaking right. about Twitter now. Twitter is just one tool in your marketing toolkit. You know, I'm not sitting here saying, stop going on all your other social channels and utilizing those. Just use Twitter because it's the best platform out there. No, I'm saying... Understand the power of Twitter and what it can be used for, and then think about could you utilize that that as part of your toolkit? Could you be utilizing it as a customer service platform? Could you be utilizing it as a platform to engage people who are at your live events? You know, so yeah.
1: So for the regular entrepreneur, service-based industry, and you've got some coaching clients. Do you see Twitter as having you know a purpose for us?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the way I find Twitter really works for us is as a customer insights tool. Okay. So uh, Twitter is the largest sort of open resource to to find out what people care about because that's where okay. they go to share their opinions. So through Twitter search and the Twitter advanced search, you can, you can input certain criteria to find tweets that, that, and find opinions that people you want to reach are having on certain topics so that you can start to understand, hmm, if my target audience oh, yeah. are talking a lot about American football and they've got this opinion and you, you run like a baseball card shop, you could start to shape your content around the opinions they're having because you know that will they'll, they'll resonate with that. So we, we really find it works brilliantly as a sort of a custom insights tool.
1: Oh, that is that is really awesome. Okay, so in the other platforms, we get so caught up in, you know, hashtags and all these things. And then you're like, okay, which is the hashtag and how do I find and what ranked and how many numbers? And there's all the signs to it. So what you're saying is with Twitter, you can just go in and see what the trending topics are. And there's going to be clear positions on those trending topics. And that's going to equip you to put information out, not only maybe on Twitter, but even on, am I stretching it on other platforms to educate you as well?
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. And again, this is just one way that we found Twitter works really well. But we've run campaigns for clients where, we've utilized the platform as a customer insights tool to help shape the strategy for a Facebook ads campaign. So, okay. for example, we, we, we've worked with this UK-based Apple brand, literally like the apple that you eat, and we produced these whole creative campaigns on Facebook with Facebook ads integrating their brand with popular TV shows that their customers watch. And one of those popular TV shows was a dancing show called Dancing on Ice. So what right. we did was we, we looked at Twitter and utilized it as a customer insights tool to learn what were people saying about this show in the moment and we shaped our content tapping into those opinions so it's a surefire way to create content that you know your customers care about because you're literally sharing the opinions that that most people are having because you've done the research to find it out so yeah.
1: Oh. As they say in England, that's brilliant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really cool. And there's loads of applications for this like I'd be if you're listening and you know whatever type of business you have try to yep. try to search um TV shows, topics, keywords that, people, that your customers care about to see the opinions they have on those certain things so that you can start to, Because you know, no one cares about your product or service. They care about their interests. So if right. you can integrate your brand with one of their interests in a creative way and start to, start to share similar opinions and tap into the opinions you know they have, that's going to help you resonate with them and, and help them engage with you.
1: That is really helpful. And I really love that this is what my show is all about. I always wanted it to be something you can do now, change a concept, move quickly. Because so many things, you're just inundated with knowledge and content. And what I find, it's really easy to always be pulled further and further away from the goal. Like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, well, then you have to learn this before you do this, before you do mm. that, right? So what I love about this is saying, look, just go to the trending topics, take a look. And it's something that can really just change you, really what you're doing is throwing yourself in a room full of people that have opinions you know that will that will benefit you right
0: Exactly. Yeah, and there's just there's so many other cool ways you can you can use Twitter. Again, we've we've kind of gone into one specific direction.
1: We're here to listen.
0: So (laughs) another another um, way to utilize Twitter as a company, as an organization, or as a as a personal brand is to utilize um, social listening to see what people are saying either about you or your brand, um, or around your the type of business you are. So, for example you can use um, social listening tools to uh, alert you when anyone is mentioning San Diego and hotel uh, in a tweet, and you can find people who are saying good and bad things about local hotels in San Diego. So if if you run a local accommodation in San Diego, you could reach out to these people and say, hey, we noticed that you were upset by your recent experience at X hotel, why do not you try us out? Or yeah. they, if you're a bigger organization like Starbucks or um, you know any other bigger organization that people mention your actual organization name, you yeah. can be utilizing it to find people who are saying, oh, I love Starbucks or, oh, I had, a, I had a bad experience in Starbucks. And you can then respond to them and start to engage with them and build that trust or overcome um, any negative feedback that you may have, actually identify that and then deal with it.
1: Okay, that's an awesome tip. So social listening tool. Now, my experience has been with that the ones that I learned of were connected to platforms where they would output, like on um, whatever, take my post and put it on a social media management. So I'm going to put my post on LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. And Mm. in that, they had a social listening tool as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, but, you know, because everything's constantly changing and everything is all like, this is what they say and who's they, and it keeps Mm. rotating. The information I had received lately is the social media platforms where you output your posts. Is that they don't rank as well as if you manually or organically put them on the individual posts? So then, are there if that's true? Are there social media or social listening tools in and of itself, or are they all connected to the social media management?
0: Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, I've I've never actually done an experiment to see if using okay. social scheduling tools has a positive or negative impact. However, we don't use any because most of the campaigns we run are on. Uh, kind of platforms like Facebook and Facebook ads, and we utilize their, their internal scheduling tool because right. it okay. gives us all the capabilities mm-hmm. to schedule ads and things that works really well. Secondly, yes, there are separate social listening tools. So there's, okay. there's things like BuzzSumo, there's right, Brand24, right. Brand okay. which are kind of entry, not entry level, but lower cost options. Then mm-hmm. if you really want to get into social listening, there, there's um, bigger solutions like um, Talkwalker, has a whole plethora of different uh, options. There's social bakers, um, but yeah, there is there is standalone okay. alone social listening tools. To be honest, I find Buzzsumo, which probably has less features, but it's really simple and easy to use. We we have that set up for whenever my name or our business name or we get um, people linking to our website, it will notify us so that we can then um, okay. yeah reach out to them and see where people are mentioning our name.
1: I love that. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. Another English tweet. (laughs) Okay, all right. So Mr. Wise Dan, continue. Just Hmm. throw your brilliance on because I don't even think that, I'll be honest, I don't think I even know enough. You don't know what you don't know. So this Twitter Hmm. thing, it's on my phone. I pop in there from time to time. Um, You know, I see a few things or I think this is neat or I follow that and then I check back next week. So I think really, you know, we're just at at the mercy of your wisdom here. Tell us some other silly things that we don't know (laughs) and are wasting our time not knowing.
0: Okay. So another, um, in terms of driving business and conversions, another way you can utilize um, Twitter to do this is again through Twitter search. So there's something called Twitter advanced search. If you Google that, um, it will take you to a site where you can input certain criteria and the search platform will bring back tweets that meet that criteria Okay. So one way you can do this is by identify people who are showing they have intentions to buy products like yours. So, okay. for example, if you typed in um, the keywords to this Twitter advanced search, recommend uh, social media marketing UK, or recommend social media marketing Canada, it would bring back all the tweets of people who are saying who, who are including recommend social media marketing canada in their tweet and what you'll find is people are people are constantly looking for guidance on um businesses to work with on twitter so you can find people who are tweeting saying hey does anyone can anyone recommend a social media marketing company in canada can anyone recommend a hotel to stay at in dallas can anyone recommend a cleaning company in the UK and then you can actually identify these people who have a need for your problem or service. And then you can reach out to them just another way to gain value from Twitter, um, to really convert business.
1: So like we're launching the, uh outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs, teaching people outsource, grow their team, all that stuff. Right. So then what well, I could be doing that on Twitter, because people are constantly asking, well, where do you go for outsourcing or team building or whatever? Like, Oh, which platform is the right platform for outsourcing? And then here they'd have this tool, though. I'm not answering the question of the platform. I'm giving them a better tool. Cause we know that they're at that point yeah. of the journey.
0: And it's, yeah. And it's, and yeah. it, it's a, it's a, it's a soft approach to yeah. build awareness for you. So again, again, with, with these new people that you're reaching out to, you don't have to just instantly try and sell your products or service. No. You can try and help them. So they may be yeah. saying, how can I outsource or how can I improve my outsourcing? Yeah. You may have some resources that, or blogs, mm-hmm. videos, podcasts that you produce that they could listen to or watch to help yeah. answer their questions. So one example of a way we've done this is, so we, we are sort of partners with a, a captions tool called rev.com where. Rev.com they automatically produce captions for your videos. So one way we use this is we've created a whole tutorial, written tutorial and video tutorial, showing you how to utilize this tool to add captions and subtitles to your videos. So what we do on a regular basis, we use social listening tools or Twitter search to find people who are tweeting, asking how they can add subtitles to their videos We'll then tweet them and say, hey, Susan, we've created this handy resource for you to add subtitles to your video, which links to our article and and video. Within that, there's affiliate links to the product where we earn a commission um, every time someone uses that product. So again, it's helping us generate revenue, but it's a soft approach because we're not saying, hey, suddenly pay for this product. We're saying, here's a valuable resource to help answer your question, solve your problem and then in turn that's helping us
1: right and that makes sense i mean of course i have lead generated things and opt-ins and stuff for people to opt in and free training but then you're kind of depending where you are pushing that out whereas what you're saying as twitter you can just go into the the arena in which they're asking that particular question and then generously give it to them and they're standing there with open hands
0: exactly just think we're as marketers we're constantly trying to drive traffic to our website get people to become aware of us yeah. Rather than shouting at everyone saying, buy our product, come on our website, go to our website. What we're saying is, hey, you've just asked a question. You're looking for an answer to a problem. Here's the answer on our website or here's the yeah, answer yeah. you know here's the resource for our podcast to show you how to how to overcome that problem so
1: that's so funny to me because really i think twitter used on it in, in, inappropriately has been criticized as just walking into a room where everyone's talking at the same time and just mm. all this information and i think you know how misinformed we all were because you're saying yeah okay if you just walk in and you have no purpose and no goal like being at a party where you'll just talk to anybody about anything mm. you know what's the goal So I think you're really turning this upside down and and do you feel sometimes like you're the only one that understands twitter or we just the rest of us are out of this element
0: no i think i think it's just the way different people are utilizing it like again a, a while ago there was a problem with Twitter that it was, and it still is, in, in terms of it being noisy. People were just automatically posting links to articles and things and just sort of spamming the whole platform. So you go on Twitter and it's just loads of people who have automatically scheduled art, articles oh. from their website to go on right. Twitter and it was a really noisy place. So I think it's just a case of at, at one point that strategy worked. And people right. would see articles on Twitter and think, oh, great, people are linking to go- articles. But over time, these strategies become obsolete and then they become annoying. And then it's just a case of constantly evolving and learning around new ways that you can use the platform.
1: Right, that is... These are all, sometimes you need the smartest people to tell us the things that we already <laughs> knew and forgot because it's like anything in, in life where you go, you know what, that worked when you were 21, that got you into the game. It won't keep you at the game, right? Or exactly. you, know, you look good in that outfit when you were 19, sweetheart, but not now. <laughs> and
0: it's, it's hard because you can become kind of attached. If something's working yeah. or has worked in the past, yeah. then you know it's difficult to 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 park that and say you know what we're going to stop doing that and we've got to try this new scary thing no one likes change like yeah. we I spoke about um we a book on our podcast the business anchors podcast which is launching um episode tomorrow which is about the books that we've read that have really helped us and there's one book called okay. who moved my cheese yes. and it's but, yeah so it's it's like a fable it's all about yes. um how to overcome change yeah. and yeah it's like anything when it's like on the social platforms when when Facebook bring out a new design, everyone is kicking and screaming, saying they yeah. hate it and it's horrible. And then they get used to it, and then it's fine. It's just the classic yeah. change curve. Um, yeah, trying to trying to innovate and, and yeah. No,
1: yeah, it make makes change. sense. All right, so you know, what else do we need? Just, (laughs) these are really good value bombs. So that makes so much sense. So really just come at Twitter from a totally different perspective and stop blasting it and just throwing out content, but really look at it as an opportunity, almost like to pre-qualify or interview Mm. your audience.
0: Yeah. And there's some ways to use it, but ultimately, you know, the, the simple way to, to think about Twitter is right how do your customers use the platform what do they use it for there was there was some research i can't remember i I shared a study in my talk there was some research that's been done um, by a group around why people use twitter and some of the top answers to that that research they they surveyed like thousands of twitter users and it was the top ones were like to share ideas and information instant uh, no to share sorry what they were thinking about to to share opinions right so people are going there to share opinions um to network with other people to find breaking industry news so if you start to think about the reasons why your audience is utilizing the platform then you can start to 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 map your strategy around giving them what they want if they're going to twitter to consume the latest breaking industry news why don't you share the breaking industry news on twitter as part of your content strategy if they're going there to network why don't you start to build some kind of networking twitter chat or something where you can start to network with them you know map right. what you're doing to why they are on the platform this is the biggest mismatch we see with marketing right marketers and brands just don't get that like for example other platforms like facebook people are going there to for escapism to consume interesting content they're not going there to be sold products or services right. so you need to map your strategy around why your customers are actually using the platform
1: yeah and you know what You know, the best of the best, I think, can know that you know with marketing my background as well which I always feel foolish telling someone like you that because I feel like I'm I don't know telling Meryl Streep I'd like to be an actress whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like oh watch my my community play right. but, but so I think what happens though is when there's so much reshaping and so much change and so much technology constantly changing right you know the, now there's TikTok and there's always these things so you come into this knowing with your marketing strategy and all your smarts and then you use this and you're right. And then all of a sudden, whatever, let's say you're on Facebook and then everything changes on Facebook. And so you forget to reevaluate all this stuff because then you think, Oh, well, you know, Facebook now that's not good. Let's move on to the next thing. LinkedIn is a new shiny thing. Mm -hmm. So you forget to kind of reevaluate. You just kind of start following in a panic reacting with the crowds. And so some of your uh, advice is very simplistic and profound But Mm. I swear you have to be retold that on a regular basis because it's easy to get lost in the dynamics.
0: Exactly, yeah. And and in terms of the new shiny object, I completely resonate with that because that's why I think Twitter's become less popular as well because there's all these new shiny things. LinkedIn's you get loads of organic reach and engagement. TikTok's the new cool thing. People are sort of shying away from Twitter because Twitter's stayed kind of true to its roots of... Sharing information instantly, and it hasn't really innovated that much into, compared to other platforms like Instagram, bringing out stories and live um, and IGTV. Whereas Twitter yeah. sort of it's still doing the same thing, but I think yeah. that kind of gives it its gives it its USP. It's it's stuck to a, a platform where people go for to consume live information in bite-sized chunks and to share live information yeah. in bite-sized chunks.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned, with some world leaders, yeah. there's been a resurgence. I think they're looking for a lower profile instead of yeah. a higher profile.
0: Exactly, yeah. yeah. But it's no, it's it's a good platform. You know, it's part of your toolkit. Just just I'd really recommend you know, we've spoken about a lot of of different ways you can use Twitter, get get more of an understanding of how it can help you. And then figure out if and how you'd use it to help you achieve your goals. Because like I said, there's so many ways you can use the platform like anything that you know, like any other platform is figuring out is that one of the best places or the best tools you can use to help you achieve what you want to achieve?
1: yes I remember after your very impactful and profound presentation and you're educating us all very wisely on Twitter and you said in a you know in your very English voice listen I had five mates here last year and now there's just me you have to get back on Twitter
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's what I was saying like it's becoming less we it's, it's very noticeable at the at that point big social media conference in san diego that the twitter track you know there's less people in the audience there's less people speaking on the topic it is becoming a less popular platform because and i think another reason for that is they because they haven't innovated that much i guess people want to see constantly see innovation in platforms to see they're their changing and evolving and becoming better whereas twitter's kind of known for for, for just doing the same stuff <laughs>
1: But I think you're right because what happens though is if I am looking for something, you know, <laughs> socially relevant, socially now, or maybe it's even something fluffy, like something, what happened, like I said, my TV show, it is live information. And so although we may be pulling away from it thinking, oh, okay, I have to run to the next lineup and get on the next platform, you know, I think it could maybe even serve you better. Like I'm really going to take a look at your wise words and, and really come back and re-examine this because great. If everyone's not, you know, pot crawling up my back to get to it, maybe my impact will even be more profound because lining up with, you know, a million other people doesn't do you well anyhow, right?
0: Yeah. And also the, the if you think about the reasons why people use Twitter, there's some unique reasons that they don't go to any other platform for yeah. other than Twitter. So for example, like live events, you know, when do you ever really see people doing a facebook post at a live event no they do a tweet with the with the event hashtag right so so there's there's some some quite unique approaches to why people use the platform that you should really be tapping into like the customer service thing again people don't have a you know have a problem with a company and go and post it on linkedin do they No, No. they go on Twitter to reach that company for a customer service issue. So I think, yeah, it's just so important to truly understand what makes Twitter as a platform unique and why people use it unique and then utilize it for those reasons
1: awesome well Dan we are so thrilled that you gave us the time of day literally and <laughs> listen I think I'll, I'm gonna ask you where they can find you but we we know Twitter but I think if you just Google him he comes up everywhere and he's like he's just doing all kinds of social media and strategy and marketing and it's just amazing it's a wealth of information I, I looked at it I was even overwhelmed I'm like oh this is good this is good okay uh, <laughs> so we could do it we could do a Friday 10part docu uh, docu series with you because you've got a lot to offer so (laughs) so it was our joy so where do you want people to look for you first let's say it that way
0: i guess just our website which links to all of our socials and stuff so that's it's knowltonmarketing.co.uk and knowlton is my surname which is k-n-o-w-l-t-o-n marketing.co.uk
1: Okay. And we will make sure to have that in the show notes. So once again, thank you so much. It was uh, really interesting and we didn't have anyone that even tapped into this at all. So I think it was a real awakening moment for me. And I'm sure for those that were listening. Thank
0: oh, you again. Thanks Chris. Thanks for having me.
1: Hey listeners, how would you like to have all the help you need to effortlessly run your business, create a real business that supports your life instead of consuming it. Even if you're bootstrapping it right now, I am super excited to share with you guys that right now we are gearing up to launch an amazing product the Outsourcing Playbook for Busy Entrepreneurs. More results, less you. Go to ComingSoonFromChris.com to learn more. That's ComingSoonFromChris, K R I S, dot com to learn more.